Welcome to my podcast, Today's Dream, Tomorrow's Reality. My name is Vicki Poole. I'm a, I am a master transformational coach specializing in habit change. And this podcast is sponsored by The Enlightened Peach. And it's all about embracing our mosaic life. And some of you may ask, what is a mosaic life? Well, it is recognizing that all the pieces of our life, the good, the bad, the indifferent, have all come together to make us who we are. Change any one thing and we are different. With that in mind, I invite you to embrace your perceived imperfections and celebrate who you are. This podcast is unedited and raw, just like life. And I am your host, like I said, Vicki Poole. And uh, I want to ask you before I introduce my amazing guest, that if you have any ahas or uh, questions, to please leave a comment or a voice message. And remember to do all the wonderful things like like, subscribe, and share. So now let's get started. So this is Pam. And is it Duran still? Yeah. Right? Duran. Duran. Okay. Yes. Um, this is Pam Duran, and I'm going to let her tell you a little bit about who she is. But um, before she does that, I want to tell you, I've known Pam for quite a while. I just realized my light's not on. Let me turn my light on. Talk about not editing. Um, but um, I've known her for quite a long time because um, in my past life, I was a hairstylist and I still am. And um, Pam used to uh, come into the salon. And so I've been acquainted with her for quite a long time. So I'm super excited to have her on as a guest. And she's actually had me as a guest on her podcast as well. And she'll give you some information about that toward the end. But um, Pam, go ahead and uh, tell them a little bit about you. Hello, I'm Pamela Duran, singer, songwriter, author, podcast host of Real Real Heart Talk. You are enough. I am an IT professional. I have worked with nonprofits. Uh, we have raised money for North Georgia's Got Talent for domestic violence. So I am an advocate for people who have, are survivors, um, especially single moms. I was a single mom for a long time, and I am happy to be here today. Thank you for having me on your show, Vicki. Oh, oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited because you are such a well-rounded person with all the different things that you've been involved with. And so oh, all the things that you just quoted off. So what? where did you get started with all of that? I think I've always been a writer, songwriter at heart. Mm -hmm. I've I mean, if you want to know from the very beginning <laughs> in uh, elementary school, I started writing poems and I just loved doing that. So I really fell in love with writing in elementary school and just continued to do that. I have went to the Grand Ole Opry and sang on the Grand Ole Opry. I've recorded songs in Nashville. So I have songs on SoundCloud if you want to go check them out. Okay. Well, you'll have to definitely um, share the, the link with us so that... Um we can uh, check that out. And you know, it's funny that you're saying that you used to write poems. I used to write poems all the time too. And when I was in um, in high school, I people used to pay me to write some of their um, creative writing papers, you know, because to me that was fun and they didn't like it. So, but I, I'm not a singer songwriter, but nobody wants me to be a singer. That's for sure. I sing really good in a crowd. <laughs> 
<laughs> I loved being part of the um, the choir at church because I had all those amazing voices around me, you know. <laughs> yes. Yes, I love that too. I always love singing in the choir and I sing in our praise and worship team now at, at my church and I just enjoy that. And then on every third Sunday, I do volunteer at the nursing home and play music and sing for them during their service. So Okay. So do you play an instrument? The keyboard. Okay. Yeah. So you take your own keyboard or do they have one? They have a piano. So piano, keyboard. I did want to learn the violin. I was just too hard on myself. <laughs> Don't we tend to be that way? Especially as we get older. I want to already know this. <laughs> That's exactly it. All I can do is twinkle, twinkle, little star. I'm like, I can play the piano. Why can't I just do something else on this thing? <laughs> I just didn't have enough patience, I guess. But then yeah. that, is, that is a hard instrument to learn. Yeah. Well, I, at one point I wanted to learn to play the guitar, but to me it was frustrating because you had to learn each string and it's each each key and everything. And I'm thinking, can I just play a song for goodness sake? <laughs> <laughs> so things like that are definitely, it takes an amazing <laughs> skill to make your brain do all the things and have the patience to to get through them. I know I, I still don't play an instrument because of that very thing. I want to I get a little impatient. I want to already know how to do it. You know, I want to sit down and be Beethoven. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, Thank you. one of the things that I wanted to ask you about, and I did ask permission prior to us getting on here to make sure it was okay. And, um, but I would love it if you could maybe share a little bit of this story that I know about you. It's a very heart-wrenching story and it's something that I'm sure there are a lot, a lot of people that have had to deal with something like that. So it might be great. And I know I've seen, I think I saw you share something on Facebook or something at one point after all this happened um, to you. And um, it was just like, oh, you know, and the, you know, you, you say for the grace of God, there would be I, you know? Um, yeah. and, um, so, um, I guess I've led up to enough people are saying, what the hell is it? <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't mind kind of share that, cause I, I just feel like it would be something that would help people to see that things can happen and you can still have an amazing life. Mm. Well, our journey, just like the title of your podcast, today's dreams, tomorrow's reality, it was not a dream of mine to happen, but I can tell you it was manifested. So whatever you're thinking, whatever you're manifesting, good or bad, Christian or not, even if you're a Christian, it's it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you plant those seeds and those thoughts and take those actions day after day, you're going to happen. You're calling it forth. That's what you're doing. And, and I honestly didn't realize that at the time yeah well so I think most of us really... in a situation that is unpleasant like that we don't realize it or we wouldn't do it you know don't. it's That's just one of those uh one of those things you know yeah and that's what happened I did write a book about it it's on Amazon it starts within you because truly everything does start within us whether we're happy whether we're sad whether we believe Whatever we believe, that's what we are going to truly receive. So when you start believing a thing like a lot of the world has that is not true, 
but it gets into your emotions and that emotions create a hook. And then your mind just goes along with your heart, even though you may know better. And so that, that was really where my story was. And I think I want to talk to your ladies that are listening that may be over 50 or over 60 and you have lost that loving feeling or you have lost the feeling of appreciation or that you're not worthy, you're not enough. When you feel like that, reach out, reach out to people, reach out to your family. If you have a spouse, reach out to them and have a conversation. Don't keep it a secret. That is the thing that was, it was a secret. Everything, you know, when something's a secret, ooh, that makes you feel special, right? Mm. And <laughs> all of this major stuff that they're sharing with you, it's a secret. And, and there's no physical not even a phone call. It's truly just text messaging. Okay. So let, hold um, on a second. Let's, um, let's fill in the gaps for the, for the listeners, because you were feeling inadequate and unhappy in your marriage, right? So here's the thing that okay. I, I didn't even know that I was feeling that way. Okay. okay. I was, we were happy. We just, we had a new house for two or three years. I was, my job was going great. I was leading in a church group, ladies group. We met every week. I was leading a women's group in the community. I was part of the, the chamber in the community I was in. So I didn't even realize, that's why I said that. I didn't even realize what was missing. And it was truly that appreciation, just feeling that love of appreciation. Right. And so, you know, I was on Instagram. It did start on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> And when someone messaged you and they're pretty famous, you know them, they're born in your same year, you know, you have a lot of things in common. It's like, well, why not? Everybody needs somebody to talk to. But that was a little seed of doubt that was planted. Mm -hmm. And I do have a conference that we just did in Indiana, our first one, So Grow, Restore and Transform. But it is about the little seeds that we plant. But just like we plant those good seeds and that good ground and it goes places, so do the seeds that are on that stony, stony ground and that wayside ground, they go in the wrong places. They may not grow the good things, but they are growing things. So that yeah. little seed of doubt was all it took. And then just the repetitive conversation. So if somebody has friended you on Instagram and they're pretty famous and you're thinking, wow, you need to just ask them if they believe Jesus came in the flesh, because if I had just said anything like that, or if they were a Christian, or do you love Jesus? It would have been gone and over and done because if someone cannot have a conversation with you in this day and time, or get on a zoom with you, it's not of any good. Yeah. But I was intrigued because of who they were <laughs> and it was, it made me feel special. And I, I guess I wasn't feeling special at that time. I don't know. Maybe I was just so busy. I didn't even realize because I was pretty busy doing mm -hmm. a lot of, I didn't have my podcast at that time. This, my podcast was born out of, or birthed out of that whole uh, adversity. So mm -hmm. the good things do come out of adversity. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So not, yeah you may be going through a season like this where you're reaching out it may not be another person. Maybe it's drugs, maybe it's alcohol, maybe it's a sexual addiction, maybe it's something like that, but it's still an emotional hook that is pulling you away from your God given creator and all of the treasures that he has for you. If you just 
lean into him. And I'm so thankful for my faith. A lot of times, Vicki, I felt like Job, you know, God knew Job well, could handle it. But it was, it was, a uh, it was very tough. And I really thank um, the Lord. I had lost almost everything except my house. I quit my job, lost my 401k, sold my cars. Lost so you did money. that because you were connecting with this person? Yes. And building our little nest egg. Okay. Like we didn't need anything from me. So, but that was the ruse. Okay. Uh, we're building something together. So when they come to you on any platform, it doesn't have to be Instagram, but they cause a seed of doubt. They won't talk to you on the phone. They're saying we need to build a nest egg together in uh, Bitcoin or crypto, whatever. Don't do anything overseas. Um, so my story, the FBI was involved, the GBI. They said, you know, anything that goes overseas is not recoverable, uh, even from my bank. And even this person <laughs> put money in my account, $7,000. I'm like, what was that thinking? I should just put that in my savings and said, goodbye. But no, no, you're trusting them. And that is another part of their trust because they know they have you so hooked. You know, they're you're going to do whatever they say. Yeah. Yeah. It's being catfished in a big way. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I'm so thankful after Thanksgiving and after I quit my job, you know, the plan was to be together physically, you know, mm-hmm. but that didn't happen. So and then you left said, your husband though, right? Yes. Yes. I was divorced as well. So, okay. Okay. Um, and after that happened, my heart just sank. And that's when I started really thinking, oh my goodness, what have I done? Yeah. But I'm like, okay, we're in it. Let's just go, you know, just see it to the end, which I really thank God I did not sell my house. Uh, I thank God that did not happen. I did drive a rental car for a couple of months because I didn't have any other way to go. And a friend of mine, uh, had a condo in Florida and she invited me to come down. So I went down that first week in January and that was my birthday week. And I'm so thankful for her because there was no judgment. There was no question. She just loved on me and let me just regain my sense of self, my self-confidence, start rebuilding my self-confidence and just let go of the horrible, you know, mistake that I made and I was out there, it was in January. I was out there in that beach every day in that water singing, let it go to the top of my lungs. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, these people can't hear me. This place is so loud. It don't matter. <laughs> Even if they could, who cares? Maybe they needed the message, right? Yeah. So I'm forever grateful for her. And then I had a couple of months of coaching from a coach that was left over from uh, that, the 2019 and so that she brought me back to life, gave me a help rebuilding my confidence and my sustainability and my ability, you know, to get a new job. And and I did get one right when they re- said COVID was happening. Uh, so finally, I did get a car before then, too. So, you know, things were just lining up and getting back in place. And right when COVID hit, I got the job. And then two weeks later, they rescinded the job. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? And my uncle also passed away. He he was the first one in our family um, that passed away from COVID. And we couldn't go to the funeral. So that was hard on everybody. We just couldn't say our goodbye properly. Yeah. And uh, 
So I can't, I said, I'm taking time. I'm going to take time for kids, grandkids, and then I'll start another job search. And I did that and I found the job. And like three days later, they gave me a job offer. It was like, boom, boom, boom. You know, when God says something, that's how things work. It's not a long drawn out process. <laughs> it's just like, okay, this is it. This is happening. So I was able to work from home the whole time, a year and a half when COVID started and stayed in my house. And uh, that's when me and my husband started getting everything back, built back together. And what took that four months to tear down, I mean, it took two years to rebuild and it's yeah. still rebuilding, but it is rebuilding better. Just like God. Yeah. Make it stronger. Yes. Yeah. The old thing about the Kitsu, um, Japanese art of um, taking a, a vase that has cracks in it and putting the gold, making yeah. it more beautiful and making it stronger. That that's kind of what what life is. Is you can take something that's broken, and maybe it has some ugly places on it. You know, it's just definitely not what you want, and you fill it with gold and make it beautiful and make it stronger. And so. That's what we can do with relationships if we put in the effort, because it's like one of those things you have to, and I'm sure you can speak on this. I've not had this experience, but um, you can, if you get into communication and talk about what has happened and why it's probably happened and where do we go from here, then, you know, it's, it's very, very different, um, relationship and and I'll just share a quick thing my my husband and I we got divorced and we after mm, after about a year we started talking and trying to get back together and he kept wanting to get remarried and I kept saying but we're the same people we have not we're just in the dating phase again and we did great in the dating phase um so I said so until we get things communication better and situations and get over these things that tore us apart. We can't do that because I can't do it to the kids a second time. You know, mm -hmm. um, unfortunately he had a massive heart attack and passed away before we were ever able to, you know, get remarried and whether we really would have or not, I have no idea because we were still in that phase of trying to work it all out. Um, but so I really, I, I'm, I commend you so much for being able, because it takes a strong person to be able to step back and say, hey, this is what I've done. And let's see if we can't fix this, make it make it stronger. So I really commend you. So when um, when you're thinking back to the time when you and your husband, your ex-husband at that time, right, um, were having that conversation about whether or not you could bring it back together. What was that like? If you don't mind my asking, it may be too much. I don't know. So if it's, if it's okay to share, you know, share yeah. that because I'm sure for me, it's something that I, I want to know. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> well, it's funny that you say that you told him y'all are the same people because I truly felt like that, mm -hmm. you know, and, and he saying, well, I'm the same person. I haven't done it. You know, anything. I'm like, that's the <laughs> you know, I mean, we need to take a step back and think of what needs to happen. So we did go to counseling, and it was during COVID, so it was over the Zoom, and it it was just funny because he didn't want to be there. But the lady, you know, it was like group 
therapy. So there were like several covers oh, okay. on, the, on the thing. So it was pretty cool doing that. And I think it was helpful uh, for him. <laughs> so, um, and it was funny sometimes too, just because it was. Yeah, I think when I get nervous or don't know what to do, I just laugh. And yeah. I don't really mean it of making fun of people way. I just laugh. Yeah. Well, I have a I have a thing. I either laugh like that or it brings me to tears. You know, I can cry from, you know, just it's not that I'm sad. I'm just crying because there's too much emotion there to for it to come out any other way. Yeah. <laughs> you have to do something. So that's good. We'll laugh first and cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So how long did it take for you guys to, I guess, from the time everything fell apart, you went to Florida, and how long did it take for you guys to start trying to, or at least talking about rebuilding? I think it was when I came back, and, you know, and I got the job, and I was living. So how home. long was that? I don't know, from the time oh, you were in Florida uh, to you come back? Oh, so Florida, probably six months. Okay. Okay. So I think we were truly only apart maybe nine months. I mean, okay. if you want to count the time, but uh, we started working our way back, you know, together. So, mm -hmm. so other than counseling, was there something that you were able to do? I'm just wondering because, you know, some people that are, uh, are listening or watching, you know, might have something that's going on. It may not be as something as extreme as what you had going on, but maybe they've got something going on and they really want to work on things. But you know, getting a, a a counselor or a coach is not something that's within their their scope of things. Is there something that you did that kind of maybe helped push it along? So, yes. Thank you for reminding me. Okay. <laughs> so there were several books, The Mirror Works by Louise Hay. It's a 21 day, devo I call it a devotional, but it has things you do every day. You carry a mirror around with you and you look in it very often and say, I love you because truly I felt, I didn't feel anything. I didn't feel love and I'm a loving person and I tr truly felt dead just because of what happened. Yeah. And like I told, you know, the FBI, I can't believe I fell for this. And they're like, people are losing millions of dollars. CEOs, they, and they said, that is their job. That is the person's job is to take everything from you. So it has nothing to do with your intellect because you right. do feel like that was dumb. Yeah. How could I have fallen for this? I should know. I, I, I can see. Yeah. But you mm -hmm. know, you can get taken in things from people that they're not after your money. They're just after you know, this relationship or whatever, and you can get kind of, you know, really bamboozled in that too. So, yeah. That's true. So that was a good devotional. And at the end of it, it has meditation at the end of it. And then also uh, Jensen Franklin has a book called Restart My Heart. It's also- I'm not familiar with that author. He's the, he's actually a pastor in Gainesville at the okay. church. In Gainesville. Okay. So- that is a really good book for people who have felt like they've just lost love or can't feel love. I went through that like three times. It's a 21 day uh, devotional as well. And then of course, Dr. Charles Stanley, he had several books that I, I went through. One was on brokenness and how to overcome that. And then the emotions confront the lives and conquer 
with truth. That was a really good book. So I went through a lot of emotional books, even emotional agility. I did an emotional intelligence course just to get a handle on all that and to bring me, I felt like it was bringing me back to life, bringing my feelings back to life. Yeah. 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 Cause the, one of the things that's for sure is that we can't feel from an empty cup. So if you're trying to get back into a relationship, you've got to be full here. You've got to be able to say, yes, I do love me. I do deserve this. I'm, I'm capable. I'm smart. I'm all the things And then once you can feel that way, then the other person can kind of reciprocate because they can't feel love and devotion and all this stuff for you if you can't feel it for yourself. Right. And Mm -hmm. we had had sold my furniture in the house to pay my bills since I didn't have a job and I lost my money, you know, my 401k and my cars, when I sold my cars. And uh, so we just have one love seat left. So get a love seat, people. Y'all sit close together. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's the only place we had to sit was in the love seat so, for a while. And then, you know, after I was working a while, then we got our, our furniture back. But we yeah. did sit in the love seat for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> You're talking about some togetherness there, right? Yes, definitely. So I said months went on in 2020. In 2021, my dad passed away in 2021, and we had pretty much fully reconciled by then. And after he passed, my uh, son said, Mom, you know, if y'all were going to sell the house, why don't y'all just live with me for a year? And then you can, you know, find a house that you that you want. And I can get back closer to them. So that's what we did. I, all that worked out beautifully. And then... Uh, so the beginning of 2022, uh, we went to the beach and got married, got remarried. So we, yeah, how sweet. Yeah. Perfect. And so has the, um, has the, the change in how you communicate and everything, is it evident now uh, when you look at your relationship compared to the way your relationship was prior to? <sighs> Um, it's probably a lot more funnier or we'll make funny jokes or, you know, say something <laughs> like I need to feel appreciated or, I mean, you know, just something that. So you're that, able to speak up now about your needs more or recognize your own needs where maybe you weren't recognizing them that much either. Right. right. And is- I will say for me in relationships, uh, one of the things that I have had a hard time with in the past is that. For whatever reason, I think they're supposed to just know. <laughs> you know, they're mind readers, Vicky. You know I know. <laughs> I would think, why do? Why does he not know that I that I I need this? You know, I shouldn't have to say it all the time. You know, one of those things. So you know, it. I am on a on a journey of self discovery for myself, <laughs> so I can be. Um, the, I'll, let me share. I saw a meme the other day and it said, um, I've been single for a long time, but now I think I've found the one and I'm so happy with myself. And it was, <laughs> <laughs> and I think when you can get to the place where you're fulfilled and you are the one, yes. then, you know, it's, it's open. And I, I feel like for me, I finally gotten to that place 
Um, and can be a double-edged sword too, because then it's like the thought of going out on a date or something like that is I ain't got time for that, you know. <laughs> it starts within you. Heart, mind, I know. Emotion. I know. I know. So you've been through this amazing journey, a lot of it not so good. And um, you've come out on the other side, um, very productive and happy and healthy and doing all these things. I mean, I so enjoyed being on your podcast. And I know with all the different things that you're involved, you're involved in. So what is the one thing, if you look at all of those things, what is the one thing that brings you the greatest joy? The greatest joy is writing, singing, and my podcasting to share other people's story of how they took their power back, how they rebuilt their resilience and their sustainability to share with other women to know you're not stuck where you are. This could have easily went a totally other direction, but I thank God for my faith. He really plucked me up out of that situation. And that was one thing I, I did a bookmark and it was after this, there is a next, because I just kept saying this did not happen for nothing. Right. There this did not happen for nothing. There was a reason for it for whatever reason it is. There's a reason for it. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful to God that I wrote my book. My book was birthed out of that. It, it starts with a new heart, mind, emotions, deceived, how to overcome the obstacle of allowing the world to influence you break free today. That's the subtitle of it. Because in there, I have a lot of strategies and techniques and even music and prayer. Music is a healer. There's a lot of, I have one section on heal your spirit and there's a bunch of different frequencies from the Sapagio scale frequency that will heal your grief. He'll bring you joy back. They'll actually heal your DNA. So there's different frequencies I talk about in there as well as a whole section on forgiveness, because you have to start forgiving yourself. Mm, that's one of the hardest ones, I think, you know, mm. and you have to forgive whoever this yes. person was that <clears throat> manipulated you and basically stole from you. Um, the, you have to find a place in your heart to forgive them too. Um, and I think that's where a lot of people really, really struggle because they feel like if you're forgiving the other person, you're saying what they did is okay. But mm -hmm. it's not saying that at all. It's saying that I'm okay and I'm not going to let you, what you did still affect me. Um, because the old thing of holding a grudge and not forgiving is drinking poison and expecting them to die. And yes. because they don't even remember your name, probably, you know, mm -hmm. so I think that's a um, a great thing in, in your book is to um, really focus on the forgiveness part, because, I mean, we all have things to forgive ourselves for yes. all of us there. I, I've never met a person that could say they weren't regretful about something, you know, um, so we definitely have to forgive ourselves and forgive the other person. And one of the things that you were, you were saying was the, um, uh, just went right out of my head. Um, we'll keep talking. It'll come back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so also the chapter in the book on uh, prayers, our communication, a plank and grace, give yourself grace. I did a whole uh, section on that and never quit. Just because you're down, you have to remember that Rocky quote, <laughs> you know, get back in fighting. Don't let it keep you down. I don't know the exact quote, but 
Um, that's what you have to do. Just keep going, keep finding, because there's something greater. It didn't happen for anything. Whatever happened to you, it was not for nothing. And it was for you to make a difference in this world. And people are waiting for your story and they need to hear it. So I encourage you, if you've went through anything similar, if you saw your scammer or catfisher on TV with somebody else, don't throw up. I almost did. But anyway, <laughs> It's the thickest feeling. Just move forward and know that you're smarter than this. You just let that little crack in your armor seep, let something seep through, and you're you're gonna fill it with that gold. I love that. I love that analogy. Filling it yeah. with the gold to make you stronger and better, and you're gonna go forward and you're gonna help more people than you will realize. Yeah, definitely. Because I think a lot of times when something happens to us that we're maybe embarrassed of oh, I can't believe I fell for that, that kind of thing. We tend to not want to talk about it. And so then that leaves the next person vulnerable and open to the same thing. Um, so if you can um, bright, put a, shine a light on it, you know, that this is something that's, that goes on and then, you know, people can start, maybe they don't fall prey to it as quickly. Um, and I, I will share real quick. Uh, one of my sister, my, one of my sisters has a, uh, has a friend and she's an older lady and they took her Facebook account away from her because there was a Facebook famous person was wanting to connect with her and all the, and was using all the heartstrings, all the heartstrings, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and, and like I said, she's an older lady. And I think sometimes people really target older people because they they just they're know lonely. that there's something in their life they're that's missing. not happening anymore, you know? Um, and so luckily they did take it away because they saw she was doing something and I don't even recall what it was, but they, they had a feeling that she was about to start sending money. And so they, they took the whole thing away and, you know, and so it happens probably a hell of a lot more than any of us realize. And, you know, um, and it's interesting. I wonder sometimes, and you might have a little insight on this. I have no idea, but I wonder sometimes as they're perusing, you know, Facebook or Instagram and stuff, if there's some, some certain thing that they're looking for, that that's an indicator that, you know, I, I can get this on them, you know, do you know, did they, did the FBI or in your experience, was there something that they said? They just said that that's their job. And really the, what happens is they just start repeating. So repetitively, it's almost really like a brainwashing because they repetitively say things, make sure that they connect every day and just repetitive, repetitively say things that, Keep, just hook your emotions deeper and deeper and deeper till you have yeah. that book. And that book, Emotional Agility, really does talk about that. I think Susan David is the author, mm -hmm. but it does talk about that. And also Dr. Charles Stanley's book, Emotions, Confront the Lies, Conquer with Truth. Yeah. So I think it's we have to remember we are a spirit living in a body and we have a soul and our soul is made up of our mind, our will and our emotions. And we have to keep our emotions in check because what happens, that's where if the devil, if Satan, if the enemy, whoever gets to that part, 
they are going to make you feel things that are going to cause adverse actions to you reaching the best person you can be. So we just have to be aware. And once you're aware, so maybe all this happened for me to create awareness. Once you're aware and start thinking in that realm, which it is a different thought process than what people think, then you can fight that with the words. Don't let the devil manipulate you and steal from you. He's stealing your money. He's stealing your emotions. He's stealing your time. I mean, that was time. Yeah, that was a lot of time. You know, just recently now, I was even telling my daughter earlier today that I am constantly getting these cranked out messages. You know, I'm you're so beautiful and I love your words and I've tried to friend request you and some reason it's not working friend request me. And I'm thinking, nope, delete. And then I've gotten several that are some star that has um, wanting to friend me. And I'm thinking, no, I really don't think so. So I just, you know, delete, delete. And, you know, and, but, you know, I, I was, I would say, you know, for a lot of people, it's probably mindlessly, you know, just saying, okay, okay, okay. Without realizing the implications of some of this stuff, but what people will go to, to get into your, your mind. Um, exactly. Yeah. That's what your mind and heart because if you can start believing it you can start feeling it yeah yeah if you start feeling it then you start believing it so it's a a cyclical cycle yeah yeah it just keeps uh perpetuating its itself Yeah, yeah yeah so I know we wanted to uh, not take a lot of time on this I could talk to you for a long time I can say but if you were to um have one thing that you would like to offer people um, as far as some kind of words of wisdom or what do you want your 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 time on this earth what do you want it to stand for I know that's a big big broad thing but you know I think those are two really good things that I would love you to be able to touch on and I know we've talked mostly about, this thing that happened in your life, but you're much more than that thing. So if you want to take a minute to kind of maybe talk about some of your other stuff, um, you're welcome to do that. And then you can answer those questions in a minute. Cause I don't want it to, to leave it to where that's all we know about you. Yeah. So if I could say anything, I would say, love yourself. I'll just answer the questions first. Okay. (laughs) Love yourself. Know yourself. Know your identity. I am a Christian, so know your identity in Christ. If you're not a Christian, I will pray for you, and I pray that you find direction and guidance and the answers that you're seeking. Because when you are not focused, when you don't have your focus, then those distractions will come in and take the place. Whether you're a business person, there were CEOs that were, that were um, lost a lot of money. Why? What are you seeking? What have you lost? What is that feeling that you're not feeling that you need back in your life? Have some reflective time, take time to evaluate your situation, evaluate your emotions, evaluate where you are and seek out what that is. You you're missing. If it's God, Find him, 
<laughs> there's plenty on YouTube. We got the crazy fake man out there in Oklahoma. You know, Joel Osteen's on there. There's a lot of preachers on there, so you can you can get help. Uh, Jerry Savelle is my favorite. I love hearing his faith messages. And Terry Savelle Foy is his daughter. And I do partner with her because she helps rescue women from human trafficking and domestic violence. And she's the cheerleader of your dreams, which is what I am as well. I am a vision coach to help you reach your dreams. And that is the message that I was sharing when all that happened. So if you're a hope dealer, if you want to help people lift them up, just keep your focus on that and don't let these distractions come. Just because you're a loving, nice person, love yourself, know what you want. And I, if I can say that is the one thing, specificity, specificity, be specific, know exactly who you are and what you want and write it down because there is a book called write it down, make it happen because it's all about your vision and your dreams. And of course your podcast is today's dreams is tomorrow's reality. And it is the truth. You can through faith manifest what you want. And what God wants for you, he has treasures for us. We don't even know. We can't even comprehend them. He has prepared a place for us and he gives us a hope and a future. And there is no one on this earth that can do that for you. No one. You have to love you and be who God designed you to be. And then when these things come, click, click, click. <laughs> delete, <laughs> delete, delete. Uh, exactly. Because I've had a lot more since then. I'm like, oh, well, oh, thank God. You know, whatever. Yeah. Just yeah. Now I know. Now I know. Exactly. Yeah. And I focus on my message and my purpose for uh, my followers and my listeners to my podcast and really just focus on what they need and to try to help them. Um, so on my website, liftupevents.com, I have my podcast there, my books. I am an author. I'm working on my fifth book. It is coming out next month and it's You Are Enough. Nice. How to stop imposter syndrome, stop comparing yourself to others and start being your true self in Christ because that matters. There's too much of that going on. People trying to compare themselves when they're beautiful the way they are. I can see people and I just see all that weight. It's just all that limiting belief, that guilt, that shame that they have been carrying probably all their life. Mm-hmm. I don't know that for a fact, but I just can see their beautiful shape and their beautiful body inside them because they're, they just let the world tell them who they are or they have listened to the world and just assumed that's who they are They because they don't even know who they are. So yeah. people need to figure out who they are and realize that they're enough, that they're deserving, that they're worthy, and they were created for a purpose and they are truly loved unconditionally. God mm -hmm. loves us unconditionally. Yeah. So is there something else that you wanted to let people know about who you are? Um, or do you, or is that, you feel like that's complete? <laughs> so uh, my vision coaching, you can check that out on my website. I do also have a free vision board course there and interesting. a free download to activate your faith. So you can work, look at that. I have a blog, you can listen to my podcast, order my book. Um, so professionally, I'm an IT 
person. <laughs> yeah. So I, one of the I things uh, I don't remember if you've given me the link to all this stuff, but if you will make sure that you give me the link, I'll put it in the description so that anybody that is listening or watching that they can actually definitely reach out in whatever way they want to, to, um, to work with you or to purchase your, your stuff. Cause that's pretty, mm -hmm. um, pretty powerful stuff. Yes, I would love that, Vicki. And I'm also working on just increasing my faith. I feel like I'm being called in to be a faith healer. And we just had our first conference, uh, like I said earlier, in Indiana. We're having our next one in November in Kingston, Georgia. I and where I, is Kingston, cool. Georgia? I've lived here my whole life. Where is Kingston? <laughs> <laughs> it's near Daresville. So between okay. Daresville and Cartersville. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, so it's there, but I'm really expecting the move of God. We had a great move of God in Indiana. I didn't realize that we were going to have an interpreter. So we had a whole Spanish group along with our uh, English speaking group. And it was just wonderful. The Lord really moved and people were delivered. So I'm expecting great things. And we're going to do one more in December in Cedartown. So. Okay, nice, nice. So what is this again? It is faith healing. What? So the conference is so grow, restore, and transform. And it's to help people understand how, what, whatever their actions are, thoughts, words are seeds, and they're sowing them and they're going to harvest that. And we want to make sure that they're sowing the good seed, that they're not getting lost by the wayside or they're not getting lost in the ground that can't even be harvested because we want to see people reap the harvest. That was why I started lift up events in 2017 was to do vision boards or vision board workshops because people need to dream again. That's really what I wanted people. My message was for them to be lifted up and to clear the clutter and realize their dreams. Because as it says in a back of write the vision, make it plain. So those that see it can run we were meant to run and proceed and help others, not just make a way for ourselves. But whatever we do, we're planting seeds. We want to harvest it. And then the portion that I speak on is on restoration and transformation, of course, because I have lived through that and experienced it myself to share the steps to that when you need it. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, cool. That sounds like a really cool thing. So definitely make sure you have the, the link in that. So anybody that's local, especially can... Or even people might come from other places. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So this has been a, such a heartwarming um, conversation. And I am so thankful for you to being so vulnerable. And uh, I know you wrote a book about it, but the written word is different than being right here. Um, and so I really appreciate you being vulnerable and letting everybody in and know your, your heart. And, um, I'm just, I'm just really, really grateful for you doing this. Thank you, Vicki. I've enjoyed it. And thank you for having me on your podcast. And I really hope that I said something to your listeners to help them realize that today's dreams truly is tomorrow's reality. Yes, me too. All right. <laughs> Mwah. Mm -hmm.